How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help the over 40 crowd fight the aging process and still have their social life. In this episode, it's actually part three of three of an interview I did with fellow fitness colleague and friend Kristen Adolfi, a.k.a. Chrissy Crash. And we go into emotional eating and what that means for her female athletes and how it can help my over 40 audience. So if you're interested, stay tuned. Well, so Chrissy, what's our next topic we want to talk about? And I've done it on the show before too, is just emotional eating. I mean, I haven't worked myself with too many clients with that problem, or at least I wasn't privy to that information, but I think more people might take to you for, for what's going on in their personal lives, that kind of stuff. So what's your take on emotional eating? Yeah. So I think that aside from the three things that I mentioned about moving your body, eating real food and getting enough rest. The number one thing that sabotages people from actually being able to lose weight is emotional eating or being able to like stay fit is emotional eating. I think that one of the things that we all start learning from a very early age at like our very first birthday, when we get our very first birthday cake is that like food is love. Food Mm -hmm. is love. Food is fun. Food is comfort. And as we get older, one of the challenges we come up against is we've pretty much only been taught like one coping mechanism for stress or anxiety growing up, which is if you feel bad, eat something to make yourself feel better. If you're stressed out, uh, well, why don't you just have like a sweet something? If you're procrastinating, why don't you run to Starbucks and get a coffee that's got like 2,500 calories in it, right? Like if you're sad, why don't you watch a movie and eat like an entire pizza and a gallon of ice cream? Like We all go so quickly to food as a way to cope with our feelings. And when we don't have any other tools in our toolbox, then we only have like, if if you're a hammer, everything's a nail, right? Oh, I'm sad. I'll eat. I'm stressed out. I'll eat. Like it's the only thing we know. And so what I've found is a lot of people end up packing on pounds, not because they don't know to move their body, not because they don't know to eat whole food, not because they don't know to get rest but because their life is so stressful and the only way they know how to cope with it is to add calories. The number one thing that I've found when people are struggling to lose weight or to like stay fit and maintain their weight is that they are eating their feelings. If you can do one thing, which is to manage your relationship to food, what actually happens is it ends up becoming really, really easy to stay healthy. It becomes really, really easy to drop that extra five or 10 pounds if you just start to notice when it is that you're eating. And I have inside of, of, I have a program called Thrive, which is a one year program where we do like four sort of 12 week fitness projects. And one of the things that we focus on is really how do we cope with stress in our life? And the piece that we focus on is really being able to pause. This is a tool that people can use instead of like eating their feelings as you pause, really ask yourself like what it is that I'm feeling right now. Like as you're reaching for the donut, it's like, hold on, what am I actually feeling right now? Well, I'm feeling stressed out. Okay, so why am I feeling stressed out? Well, this project that's going on at work is not going well. Okay, so what is it that I'm afraid of, right? And looking at, okay, well, what am I afraid of in this situation? So again, what we're doing here is we're pausing, we're stopping the immediate reaction, and we're actually looking at like the feelings inside the body instead of just trying to numb them out, right? Yep. So we like, well, what is it that I'm afraid of? Well, I'm afraid of like failing and then I'm going to look stupid or I'm going to lose my job. And then being able to look at, okay, so 
what can I do right now? First of all, acknowledging that about yourself. And it's like, hey, it's okay that I feel that way. Like, that's totally fine. Like, yes, I'm nervous. Yes, I'm scared. Okay, it's fine. So what can I do right now to help mitigate this situation? Or what's another way that I could make myself feel better right now? And what I recommend my clients do is they make a list of like five things that they can do as tools for coping instead of emotionally eating. So it could be going for a walk. It could be doing a 15 minute meditation. It could be journaling what it is I'm afraid of so that it's down on paper. It could be messaging a friend and going, hey, I'm spiraling right now. Please talk me off the edge of this donut. There's something to just break the pattern of feeling a certain way eating food. There's a really great book. Have you read The Power of Habit? I have not. Oh, such a good book. And it's like, it's great for anyone that wants to quit smoking, stop emotional eating, any of that stuff. And it's all about this, how we have these like triggers. And then we have our go-to way of feeling a different way. And then there's the outcome that we want. So if the trigger is I'm stressing about work, my way of coping with it is I eat donuts and then my outcome is, okay, I feel a little bit better for right now. So we can't really control the trigger and we know the outcome that we want. So you just have to like replace the middle piece. Yeah. Um, like, okay. So how do I just find another way to get to this outcome? And so if people can learn how to build like calorie free stress, stress coping mechanisms, it's amazing what it does for, for their waistline and overall health. The two ways that I know how to deal with emotional eating, one is, okay, do it, but we need to sub those things out for better quality products and that kind of stuff. Not the best way to go because you're not solving the problem of falling for your emotions. So the, I learned from uh, actually on my podcast, a, a psychotherapist said, well, you got to be more mindful of what you're doing. So as you're going through the process of anything, you got to ask yourself these three questions. One, do you really want this? Most of the time you're going to be like, yes, that's why I'm going to the pantry right now. You might, you might say, eh, okay. If you say, eh, you walk away. The, the second one is, okay, as you're eating, are you really getting the full value of what you're eating and, and be mindful of every bite and enjoy it and just don't overeat? And then and even before you get to step two, you have to already know what step three is. After you eat this and you're done, it made you happy because that's what step two did. But step three is, are you going to regret doing that? And if you say yes, then boom, you can't do it. Then you got to learn that way. If you say, no, that's fine. I'll go for a run or a walk and all that kind of stuff. And I really do want this and it's going to make me feel good. Okay, go for it. Yep. But most of the time you're going to, you're going to regret it because you're having the cycle problems. So it kind of coincides with what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, and that's it, right? Is that, that eating is a stress strategy. Like it, it's not like it's a bad thing. The problem is, is that nobody has like any other tools. So that's exactly yes. it. If you're going to choose to eat this thing because you're like in a way and it's going to make you feel better, like totally do it. Like, and then, like you said, exactly. It's, it's being mindful of like not eating till you're over full and you're going to feel sick later or you have a headache later because you have too much sugar or whatever. But like, I still eat my feelings sometimes, but I do choose it powerfully. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly it. That's the key. Mine is I, from morning all the way to, to six o'clock, I don't eat, ask myself any of that stuff. After six, that's when I ask those three questions on everything I put in my mouth. Is so, that because during, during the afternoon time, it's just like not an option? 
Well, it's mostly because I'm I'm still active and doing stuff and I don't really even work out until like late afternoon. So a lot of that stuff's going to be absorbed by my body just from moving and workouts and that kind of stuff. But later at night, that's when you're at home and that's when the bad decisions start being made. And okay, that's fine. You can do that. But I got to ask myself those three questions and you better live with the consequences. So yeah, right. And that comes back to what we talked about in the episode before about sleep, because if you're going to eat a bunch of stuff at night, it's totally going to throw off your sleep and then you're going to wake up the next morning feeling super awful. Yeah. It's another trick too. If I'm, if I'm really on a, a wagon to like, I, I get, I got to drop and get back to whatever body fat I want is as, as soon as you're asking that question late at night, you get to the third one. Are you going to regret the decision? Don't even, don't even bother. You don't even have to answer it. Just go to sleep early. And then you, <laughs> the day's over. You, you won. You're a winner. And now you're in, you're in the morning time. Do whatever you want. We don't have to make those hard decisions. I do that too. That's the one thing I love about surfing in the morning is like, I basically like go surfing and then it's like, if I just want to like powerhouse down like some pancakes and a smoothie with like a couple of eggs, like it's the best time to do it. Just got to do it. Morning is the best time to do it right after a workout. Your body's like, yeah, give me all that. And then I just eat it out. And then I, then I just follow hunger cues. And if I'm not hungry until dinner, then I just don't eat till dinner. That's it. Very simple. Cressy, how can my audience get a hold of you? If they're interested in any of your programs or just reaching out to you, I'm assuming you either have a website or social media handles. Yeah, you can reach me on Instagram at Chrissy Crash, K-R-I-S-S-Y-K-R-A-S-H. You can also go to ChrissyCrash.com. I do primarily work with roller derby athletes, but again, I do work with like my mission is to help women be more athletic. So if you are a woman who like feels like my vibe is your vibe and you're like, wow, I want this chick to whip me into shape, you can email me at ChrissyCrash at gmail.com. Again, all K's, no C's, K-R-I-S-S-Y-K-R-A-S-H. And we go through a little interview process. We customize a program for you and we look at your nutritional needs your fitness needs what you need to work on with your mindset and then we map something out based on that. and uh, my audience always knows i'll put all those links in the podcast description so you just click on it they don't have to write it down right now but uh, chrissy just want to thank you for coming on my show and thank you for letting me come on your show in the near future and it's great catching up awesome cool I'll see you later if you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, everyone. And I just wanted to say that if if anything from this episode resonated with you and you, it makes you think of somebody, please share and help someone out. You know, I do a lot of variety of topics and not everything I say works for everyone, but there is going to be that one episode that makes you think of somebody that could help. So I really appreciate it. And just off of looking back the last three years of all the episodes I've done, I think three really stand out that I think could help a lot of people. And that's uh, episode 71 with Dr. Amy, where we go into diaphragmatic breathing and how that can really help with your pain levels and did for me. Episode 195, I had Tim Kelly on and we really dove deep into microminerals and how important that is and how horrible the American diet is. And the third being uh, episode 292, a more recent one, where I talk about the three tips I would do to help out your lower back. And one of those is just a simple YouTube video that my chiropractor gave me that just took me to the next step of lowering my pain, giving me more range of motion. And I just want to put that out there to Check those out if you're having any of these issues. And like I said, thanks for listening.